Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello everybody and welcome back again to Isaiah 61. Pastor Solomon here. From Spirit of the Lord Church, we are 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. Our services are Sundays at 10.30 a.m. And um, we do have our Bible studies on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. here at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Join us uh, for an impactful time in the presence of God. Amen. Now, Last week, we we started this subject of the message of grace. The message of grace. I want to continue that. So, we, as believers, you know, get, get to a place where, you know, some people believe that, hey, grace is here, grace is here, grace is here. And grace gives us, you know, just... Um, access or uh, unlimited access to no accountability whatsoever. Um, that's that's actually not the case. Uh, grace uh, did not necessarily do away with the law. Grace fulfills the law. Grace is through Jesus. So grace is Jesus. Um, so God richly um, looking at at, at what he had, the resources, he's like, wow, let me, let me redeem my children through Christ Jesus, through, through my, my son, Jesus. And, um, he will be the embodiment of this new era. Um, but the new era is, you know, it's more demanding than the old. Why? Because the, the spirit of God now lives in us, um, 24 seven. And so when he empowers us, he allows us and he causes us to act according to his will. So the standards and the grace are higher. Uh, Matthew chapter 5, we know these these teachings of Christ Jesus. And um, just follow along with me. Um, It says that um, Matthew 5, 24- I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. This is the purveyor of grace saying that there is a minimum expectation, right? Your righteousness has to be at a certain standard, right? Otherwise, you not you not enter heaven. You not experience heaven. Verse twenty one, 
Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill. And whosoever sh- shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Verse 22, But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever s- shall say to his brother, Raka, that means fool, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there remembers that thy brother has, has ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Now, see, how many times do we do that? There are people that hold grudges against us that never follow this. So the expectation under grace is that, look, you don't don't come before God to give him an all offering when you have outstanding you know, issues against your brother or your sister. Jesus taught this. So where did this message go? All of a sudden, yes, come as we are. Um, but then it doesn't mean that the kingdom of God tolerates any and everything. Come as you are to receive the power and the grace to live your life right. To now be translated into the standards of the Bible, of, of the kingdom. The standards of the kingdom of heaven have not changed. It doesn't it's not diminished over time, over decades, over over centuries. No, it's the same. These teachings of Jesus warn us that there are higher standards under grace. We we cannot say that, oh, I'm under grace, so I will live anyhow. That is an that is an error. I'm under grades, so I'm not going to tithe. Okay, that that that's okay. Let's let's say that tithing wasn't under grace. We are supposed to give our all, our, our all. Wasn't the apostle considerate? Of the needs of the of the the congregation, when people pledged to donate, and they had to stay true to their pledge, otherwise, you declare it or you lie. Look, the message of grace is wonderful. It's the greatest message that we've heard. Right, that we don't have to fulfill every letter of the law, but only the righteous requirements. So, in in these um, texts that we read, Jesus is saying that look, when you are angry with your brother without a cause, when you hear things about someone, and all of a sudden you you get bitter and and you 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 form opinions about them, and they don't know, they have no clue, and you haven't approached them. All right, you're in danger of judgment. 
You're in danger of judgment. You you will be judged. So hold no grudge against nobody. Do not listen to what somebody says about another person and use that as the foundation for an attack. The advent of social media has exposed a lot of believers, tons of believers, millions of believers out there are just doing um, things that you cannot differentiate between someone in the kingdom and someone not in the kingdom. And this ought not to be so. Look, Paul heard things about the people of uh, the people in uh, the the Galatians, the the Cor- the people in Corinth, Corinthians, and and all these uh, Ephesus, he heard these things, and he wrote a letter to them addressing those things. So I bet to differ, but in as much as we're preachers, we hold certain things confidential. But when there are issues that come to our desk. That need to be addressed. We ought to address them and not withhold. Paul addressed sexual immorality. Paul addressed um, the issue of divorce. Paul addressed the issue of, 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 of childishness in the body. He addressed all these things. And we, uh, we, we encountered those under grace. Which means that the standards of living under grace is much higher. In the same way, when we apply the message of grace, we know that it's not of ourselves. It's the Spirit of God that empowers and enables us and causes us to walk in that which He has called us to. And He will make sure and He will empower us to achieve that. Hence, he doesn't settle for less. He doesn't settle for just anything. He wants the best and the best. So you talk about tithing no longer be in existence, even though I don't believe tithing is a principle that is gone is perpetual. It's it existed before the law, and so it wasn't done away in the in the new in the New Testament. Otherwise then we should retract all the blessings that came upon Abraham or that we claim as part of Abraham's seed. And one thing, tithe was now moved into the, into the law and regulated because of the heart of man. Ladies and gentlemen, believers, we ought not take things lightly. Let's go to Matthew five twenty seven. It says, You have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looketh at a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if, so in other words, you don't have to commit, physically commit the act under grace. No. So in other words, when I look at a servant of God and I already despise them right there, I don't have to say it out loud, but I've already committed that, that, that sin. I've already committed it. 
when I when 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 God has blessed me and I I purposely withhold that blessing, why I am planning on how I will I will manipulate and not give of the blessing that God has given me. It's already recorded as sin under grace. It's already recorded as sin under grace. Yeah. So Jesus said that and. 29, and if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and and not that the whole body should be cast into hell. The message of grace is a message not only of reconciliation, but rising up to meet the standards of the kingdom of God. Rising up to meet the standards of the kingdom of God. Rising up to meet the expectations of, of a higher calling, of a higher placement in God, of a higher, uh, uh, for, of a higher exposure to God's power that allows us to walk circumspect and to eschew the evil of this world and not to affiliate ourselves with anything that is not godly or holy. Look, the kingdom is not about who understands you and who hears you. And, you know, yes, there is that aspect and, and, and all that. But at the end of the day, talking to people to feel good and to and to and to get to a place where you feel accepted is important but in the kingdom it's all about what did the master say what are the expectations of the king and the empowerment to achieve that is available so instead of getting into conversations where we we give reasons and excuses or for, 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 of why we don't do certain things or we, we're not compliant with certain things or we don't listen to the voice of God, let's get to a place where we say yes, Lord, to everything that you do and say. I'll repeat anything and everything that you, you say to me. I will say what you say. I will speak what you speak. Wow. The message of grace. And this, this is how it ties into giving. This is how it ties into our selfless uh, donation of who we are. Right? Because we're sold out. We're already sacrificed. Right? When we come into the kingdom, it we surrender our will, our desires to him, to Christ. So guess what? He has control he dominates he dominates clear and simple he dominates and he's given us some wisdom to ensure that we avoid certain you know teachings that are not grounded in scripture now then it may be it may be scriptural but you know the full context may be in question. You are listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon 
from Spirit of Lord Church. We are 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. And um, we worship on Sundays at 1030 a.m. Join us for a refreshing time in God's presence. We'll be right back with you on Isaiah, Isaiah 61. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. You'll hear about finding motivation that drives your purpose. I would uh, kind of program myself to not give up. Anytime anything was uncomfortable, I would sit there before every appointment and I would think about my sister digging through couch cushions to find change to go buy milk for those babies. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Listen to Keep the Faith every Sunday night at 6 on AM 980 The Mission. Right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon, and we're talking about the message of faith, of grace, the message of grace. And God is extending grace to us. He's extending grace to us because we're no longer under the law, but under grace. But grace also has expectations. Grace has even higher expectations. So under law, you have to commit it. You have to be found to, let's say, to steal, right? To be tried or to, you know, to, to go through that, to actually have that violation on you. Now, under grace, you don't have to steal. You have in your heart, when you covet, when you covet, you, you, you have ventured into that territory. You have, so excuse me to say that um, for believers that use grace as a cheap way out, it's not a cheap way out. It is us rising in response to the power of the Holy Ghost in us, causing us to live righteous lives. Causing us to live as God intends. Causing us not to live as mere men, but to live as spiritual beings who have been called by God, who have been saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, and walking according to God's desire. See, God desires that we, um, that we, Blossom in everything that we do. God desires that we we make him happy. God desires that we elevate what we're doing so that t- t- tomorrow we're not where we were yesterday. 
There is a mystery about the meeting between Abram and Melchizedek. There's a mystery. And with that encounter, Melchizedek was not mentioned anymore anywhere else in Scripture. And there are scholars that believe that Melchizedek um, was a representative of God or was just Jesus himself, right? Um, so a representative of God that Abram gave a tenth of his spoils became the foundation of giving throughout the course of scripture. And yes, the, the Bible in the New Testament doesn't mention tithing as you know, a command or something to con- continue. But in the same way, the Bible is not silent on that. Jesus actually um, said to, to, to the people, he said that, look, you ought to be doing this. He was talking to the Pharisees and, and, and all the, the scribes and Sadducees, and he said, you ought to be tithing in addition to other things. Right? So, Jesus didn't come to do away with what existed. He came to, you know, just complete it and say that, look, you're going about it this way. Okay. My blood, because of my blood, I'm ushering you into a place of higher accountability, but you'll be able to achieve it because it would be the righteous requirement of the law, which I have already fulfilled. And so you just need to walk in my shadows. You just need to walk in me, operate in me, and you'll be fine. Operate in me, and you'll be just good. See, the mystery of tithing predates the law. And that's if one thing you 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 would keep it's this truth that tithing is still relevant. Is still relevant in today's world. Now, the era of grace, I'm challenging anybody that believes in grace to give 40, 50%, 90%, 100%. Yeah. And we should have no church in debt. We should have no church going for loans. We should have no church trying to do missions and pleading for money it it gets it gets it gets so discouraging that there are, uh, there are ministries that find different ways to raise money because people have to be coaxed or people have and that's not necessary why should we go there under grace there should be there should not be a need in the local body there should not be a need under grace, we should have equitable um, a, a release of resources. I'm not saying that there will be people wealthier than others, but then nobody should have a need. Nobody should have a need. And when we've attained that, we can, we can go and talk about grace and say, Wow, this is what living under grace looks like. This is what the grace experience looks like. 
This is what the message of grace is all about. It's all about. It's all about. It's all about ensuring that the kingdom has all the resources and that there's a kingdom economy. There's a kingdom economy that exists outside of the the secular bank banking systems. I've talked about this a few years now that we should support Christian businesses, ethical businesses. We should support Christian businesses as believers. And the grace we will have our own unique thing going in terms of economy and finances. And the body of Christ will continue to grow. The body of Christ will continue to rock strong because the message of grace elevates everything under the law to a new standard that we can achieve by the power of the Holy Spirit. May God bless you. May God cause you to walk in His grace. In Jesus' name. Amen.